Yeah, guys, so another special episode, and I just don't know where to start with, with this uh, bio right here, because in front of you is a superstar, is a legend, and a legend in the making in real estate industry as well. So we're going to be covering a lot of topics today from sports, real estate, business, mindsets, entrepreneurship, you name it. You know, it's going to be a lot of things that we're going to talk about and uh, provide you guys value with. So first of all, I just want to introduce you to this man who is sitting in front of you, which is not me, uh, John Vander Giesen. He's a retired professional athlete, entrepreneur, and full-time real estate professional. John represented the United States in, in 2007 and 2011 Rugby World Cups, proudly served as a captain of the U.S. team in 2010, and played in the French Top 14 League for Sporting Club Albigence, that's an interesting word, and in the English Premier League for the storied Bat Rugby Club. Any of you who are from England, you probably know this club is very famous. Uh, John grew up in a rural estate in the American West. Uh, he's interested in, uh, basically, he's a professional athlete, as, as, as you heard. Um, and I'm just looking at the bio. Basically, he's currently uh, holds multiple passive and active investments in cash flow and apartment assets throughout the U.S. He's passionate about educating, empowering people, where he helps people to realize the power of real estate investing through diversification and increasing streams of income through apartment syndication. I love the quote. I have to mention it. The favorite quote, work harder on yourself than you do on your business. So I see what you did there. You tweaked a little bit. I think there was work on your job, but uh, you know, I love that. So you can find more information at Stack Rock Capital. That's stackrockcapital.com. Again, stackrockcapital.com for more information. And just a pleasure and honor and you know, grateful to be in the presence uh, today, John. I really appreciate it. It's great to be here, Martinez. And thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, and I look forward to the conversation today. Awesome, awesome. Because again, guys, the bio, the entire bio is going to be included down below. I mean, it's it's insane. You know, what this guy has accomplished as a professional athlete and how he's doing uh, more than that to real estate space. So I'm just excited to have you. So first of all, for the people who are maybe not familiar with you, maybe they've seen you some sometime, you know, on a TV or somewhere, you know, as an athlete, maybe you can explain like your background, like where are you coming from, you know, until, you know, this moment now while you're building this, you know, real estate company? Sure, absolutely. So, uh, you know, let's back up a little bit, um, you know, in the year 2000, uh, which I don't think it was that long ago, but now I say that in 2020, it sounds like a long time ago. I uh, went to the University of Idaho uh, and for my first uh, year of university, didn't do anything as far as sports and competing, but I just had something left in the belly uh, after high school and really needed to get out and, and just get active. And I remember one of my friends saying, you should play rugby. And my response was, what's that? I literally had never heard the word, had knew nothing about the sport. Uh, and so that week I went out for a Tuesday, Thursday training session and then played on the weekend and just got absolutely hooked. Uh, so back when there were computer labs at universities, I went to the computer lab and did a bunch of research, found out that there was a, a rugby world cup every four years and uh, that it was you know, a little bit about the history of the game and um, you know, the, the major countries that play it. And that in 2003, there was gonna be a rugby world cup in Australia. So I did what every, every person would do, right? And this, I, I withdrew from the University of Idaho and, and bought a one-way ticket down to Australia uh, to, to uh, walk on to the University of Queensland uh, Red Heavies Rugby Club, uh, go to school down there, which I had to actually convince them to let me in. Uh, my first semester at University of Idaho, I didn't uh, focus too much on academics. Uh, so I had a pretty low GPA. And uh, that, that, was, that was pretty interesting. But they did let me enroll at the University of Queensland after all with some begging and pleading. And then I just became a, a student of the game of, of rugby. And that allowed me to, uh, you know, 10, 10 quick years later, retire from the sport, um, you know, after, after that professional career and just a wealth of uh, memories uh, and experiences. It was, it was incredible. That is awesome. That is awesome. So first of all, you know, 
congratulations of having this phenomenal, you know, journey into into this beautiful sports. Again, it's tough, you know, for the guys who are who's, uh, fans here watching, you know, American football, man, these these guys don't wear the helmets. They, you know, some of those do. I mean, it's tough, man. It's it's really, you know, physical game. I mean, I mean it's because I know, like, yeah, for my country, people, uh, there's big teams that, that play the sport and like I'm very close with these people. So it, it is awesome. So first of all, you know, can you explain like people coming back to your journey, like have you ever got involved with the sports until until that? Or, like what made you to transition like towards sports? What happened in that? You know, I was I was always uh, into sports. The issue was is I was a really small kid for a very long time. And, you know, obviously we're on this uh, interview and you can't tell, but, you know, in my prime uh, playing, I was 6'6 six, six and 260 pounds, uh, you know, which, so 198 centimeters and, um, you know, what, what is that, uh, 114 kg or something like that. So yeah, yeah. anyway, um, yeah, you know, so, but, but growing up, I was, I was on the shorter side for a very long time. In, in high school, I wasn't uh, medically cleared to play uh, for a couple of different reasons. Uh, and then, yeah, thankfully all that happened though, right? You know, some people think that that's a disadvantage and some people think that, oh man, that's unfortunate that that, that you know, that happened to you. However, all those sorts of things, it's funny how one door closes and another door opens up because growing later in life actually allowed me to be exposed to rugby and it allowed me to you know live in you know four or five different countries and, and travel the world you know with the U.S. national team and and all of those things that I wouldn't have if I would have grown early uh, like all my friends and you know probably gotten some sort of scholarship or something to a university and then after that it wouldn't have gone very far I'm sure but uh, it, yeah that it's a different approach as far as the mindset goes is just being thankful for those opportunities because sometimes I remember thinking, man, this is my life's over because I can't play high school sports. Mm. Well, you know, it certainly wasn't, you know, it was, it was just, um, you know, better things were going to come around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a beautiful, again, that's a beautiful story. So again, you played 10 plus years, right? Rugby and still like traveled for, you know, probably more countries uh, and still you came back to the U S so what happened after you finished, uh, you know, this long, because 10 years is a long, long, you know, long enough time, you know, it's, yep. it's a decade. So can you explain, like, how did you transition into this, like, normal kind of routine life and, like, what happened in, in that period of time? It's a great question, uh, Martinez. So five of those years, I was amateur. And so I was traveling around, um, doing odd jobs under the table, just you know, getting by and, and people, you know, sleeping on people's couches and whatnot and living in different countries. And then, you know, the last five years, you know, I, I was able to kind of get on that national team radar and then get an agent and, and then, you know, have the professional experience that I, that I did. And then after 2011 Rugby World Cup in New Zealand, uh, I knew that I had accomplished everything that I wanted to do in the sport and, uh, you know, still in the prime of, of my sporting career at 30. I certainly could have, have continued to play, but I just really felt the need to uh, get going on the next thing. And, uh, you know, for me, that was business. And the one thing that I didn't anticipate was how, how much I related my identity to being an athlete. And that transition from athlete to, you know, business person was very, very challenging to me. And mm -hmm. After the fact, I've found out through conversation with a lot of other professional athletes that, uh, you know, that is a big thing that's not talked about. And the rates of depression are incredibly high because, uh, you know, the frame of mind is, well, I'm an athlete and this is what I do and this is what I'm about. And then you retire and you don't anticipate that, you know, you don't have the, the big release on the weekend and you don't have the cameras, you don't have the camaraderie, you, you don't have the identity, yep. The identity and the professionalism too, because yeah. it is a very professional atmosphere where, you know, for, you know, seven days a week, I had a schedule, you know, I had somebody telling me where to be, what to wear, when the media events were, you know, uh, where the team dinners were going to be. I mean, just everything was, was taken care of for you and you had to show up on a big level. But then when you retire, mm -hmm. 
nobody other than yourself is telling you to show up and that becomes very challenging uh and i'm i'm happy to see a lot of a lot more support networks and a lot more uh spotlight shown on this particular issue because it is an important yeah. one because a lot of guys don't anticipate and and women i'm sure that it is a challenge to get to the next level of your life whatever that is yeah Absolutely. definitely agree like definitely agree with, with that john because it's not even for the people again who are professionally playing the sports look at the people what happened with people who went to the to the war like look at the vietnam people look at the afghanistan people i mean people went like all the time like imagine you know half a year a year i don't know how long they've been in there so some of those people but they're coming back every day while they there. I mean, the war is going on, the bombs dropping. I mean, the crazy stuff. People, some people probably can dream like the the millennials that are watching right now. They're like, man, I just you know I just play these games like on a PS4 right now. Like I don't have to experience this type of things. So, but these people experience and they came back home. And again, same what you mentioned like depressions because of what? Because you know one day you, you just action. Everything is going on. You're busy 24/7. You know again. For you was a little bit kind of different busy right you, you your schedule is always planned 24 7 you already know what you're going to be doing ahead and then you come back and there's nothing to do so Absolutely. you know i think work work in general i think it's a god's gift because when people are not working they become lazy you know they become depressed uh they they, they just lose themselves so right. you know I'm, I'm very happy that you now come, came across again you know that's why, again, I'm just, you know, talking about the spotlight because people definitely need to see uh, and maybe, you know, some of your, you know, advices, maybe I'm going to link some, uh, you know, some of your social media links down below. Maybe you can tell those a little bit later uh, so people can get in contact with you, you know, some professional, maybe, you know, sports people are watching this interview and maybe they will, you know, would like to ask a few questions. How did you transition, you know, to creating a business at, at the end, which you're doing right now? So Massive. it's impressive. I love that, Martinez, and thank you. And, and I am very happy to connect with people. I'm very accessible uh, because one of the greatest things about being an athlete is your network. Yeah. And, and that translates really well into business. You know, what's next after that? And your network is your net worth, as we've heard, right? And it was interesting sitting down with really, really high-level business people when I was still transitioning. I didn't understand what they were saying at the time. But, you know, point blank, uh, they said, John, I can tell you right now that one of the number one assets that you have is your database. Because I, I spent 10 years traveling around the world and connecting with really, really great people. And a lot of people that, you know, would open their door to me and help me out. And, and I didn't understand it at the time, but it is certainly shown true now in business that uh, all of those folks that I know, they also want to see me win in business and they're very willing to make a connection uh, to, um, you know, get into business together. Lots of different opportunities there. So I would love to discuss, um, you know, strategizing on what somebody could do in their exit from rugby because uh, when you're a rugby player, that's your superpower. Yeah. And some people really, really struggle to identify what their superpower is after rugby because we all have our own superpowers, right? But we, some people just don't have clarity as to what that is. Yeah. And they need a little help, and that's fine. Because believe me, plenty of people help me get to where I am today. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. So talking about that transition, transi transition, your transition into the business, particularly in real estate, like, can you just elaborate on that? Like why real estate in particular? Because you could be uh, a different business owner. Like you could open a restaurant, a furniture store, anything besides real estate investing. So what about real estate investing like attract, attracted you so much to, to get into the business? Sure. Um, I will say before that is that there are two really great opportunities uh, in, in, in somebody's professional career, a great cash flowing business and sales. One of those two or both are excellent opportunities. And it doesn't matter what uh, industry you're speaking about, just as long as it makes sense to you, it resonates with you that, hey, I like this, I could do this, and it's going to get me to whatever my goals are with lifestyle, with wealth, um, and, and happiness, of course, is <laughs> something that we need to talk about in, in business too. Yeah. And once you, once you get one of those going, um, you know, absolutely. And, you know, particular to wealth, if you're not satisfied with your income level right now, one of the fastest ways to change that is to get into a sales role. 
yeah. uh, whatever that is. And, you know, in, in, in my case, you know, I was, you know, depressed. I was, uh, you know, wearing sweatpants <laughs> for part of my day. And I was in some dark, dark places, uh, you know, mentally. And, you know, I, I go from driving Uber, you know, to now, you know, being in a part of an incredibly successful real estate team uh, and also doing apartment syndications. Uh, and, and I have more opportunity than I've ever had. Uh, and that was just getting clear on, you know, where I want to go and what I want to do. So, mm. so how did you discover it? Was it the book that the people that you met, what, what was the entry point? Well, going back to the first person that ever came up to me after my first rugby game, he was a real estate broker named Joe McGurkin and still a dear friend and mentor of mine today. Uh, and the kind of values and virtues that he has are unbelievable. So there was definitely an emulation uh, mm -hmm. to that. Uh, to that guy uh, to this day. And uh, I just watching what he was doing in real estate and I was always curious. And so even before I had um, really gotten into rugby seriously at all, I was curious about real estate. And okay. real estate is an excellent, excellent industry. And there are so many different facets of real estate, so many different ways to make money in real estate and have a great time with great people too. Uh, so I would certainly encourage somebody to look at real estate as an opportunity. Uh, and for me personally, what real estate does, it, it allows me to have more choices within my time. Mm -hmm. And people talk about big whys, Martinez, right? Mm -hmm. And I stole mine from Tony Robbins. Uh, and it's uh, to do what I want, when I want, with who I want, as much as I want. Yeah. Because once I have that, uh, then that opens up opportunities to impact more people, uh, the organizations that I care about to create the experiences with my friends and family that are really what you're going to remember at the end of your life. Um, those yeah. sorts of things are incredibly powerful and real estate is a fantastic vehicle. Uh, but just like anything like professional athletics, um, you've got to show up and you have to you've got to go deep on a skill set and you have to master the industry in order to get the kind of success that, that you'd like. Yeah, Just yeah. as an example in America, getting your real estate license as a realtor, a, a real estate salesperson, that's a 90 hour course. That's not a difficult thing. It really okay. is not. That does not mean after getting that license that you are going to be wildly successful. Okay, that just gave you the accreditation to start learning. And then you need to plan on getting, getting that PhD, which means showing up every day. The first six months of my real estate career, I didn't take a day off uh, just to get momentum because uh, much like anything in life, it's, it's momentum based. And real estate yeah. is definitely momentum based because if you put your, when you're getting going in real estate, if you take the time to, uh, take your foot off the gas, that's going to impact yourself. That, that really is going to impact your momentum. And so yeah. for that first, you know, pushing on that snowball just to get it rolling down the hill a little bit, it took six months. Uh, and sometimes it takes longer. Uh, and there's, there's, you know, uh, barriers all over the place that are going to, you know, prevent you from getting to your goal, but that's life in general. And you got to find a way around those too. So, mm, yeah. Uh, very, very challenging, uh, you know, just doing everything I could under the sun just to get momentum and doing multiple open houses and cold calling people and, and wearing out dress shoes, door knocking and just getting dirty, getting yeah. down uh, to the nitty gritty to, to get that momentum. Uh, because, you know, the, the other opportunity was to be broke and, uh, you know, not happy with my situation. Uh, yeah. Building wealth is challenging. And it's hard. Uh, however, it's not the, supposed to be easy. <laughs> it's not supposed to be easy, but I'll tell you what else is hard too, is being broke. Much harder. <laughs> Cause then you have to go to bed and you have to sleep with it. I mean, you, you have to, if you have a bed, maybe you're going to be sleeping on a floor. I mean, there's different, you know, levels of, of being poor, but I mean, you know, if you're already tapped in your potential, which you did in the sports, you already know that you have this superpower, you're a super superman, right? And that you know that you can hone another skill set besides this, and you got some people involved saying, "Yeah, you can do real estate," That's and right. you know you still know that you have the superpower. Why should like 
put that dormant and, and just, you know, just go, go for the broke. That's right. That's right. And, and what's great about real estate is it's a team sport. You don't have to go alone. I certainly didn't go alone in rugby, but in real estate and in business, it's a team sport. So uh, here at my office, you know, we have, uh, you know, 40 people in, on my team. And, uh, you know, 10 or 12 of them are actual real estate salespeople. And then the rest of them have other jobs within real estate as well. And I wouldn't be able to be extremely effective at what I do if I didn't have all of those other folks doing really, really great jobs at what they do. Uh, and that's what's really fun about real estate too. So finding that team and finding that superpower, definitely great places to start. Uh, and there are a few books out there, Strengths Finders, there's different personality assessments, the KPA, the DISC profile, all these different things allow you to get more informed about who you are and what your skill sets are. Uh, you know, because if it comes back and says that you love to be in a spreadsheet, but you really want to do real estate sales, I'm not saying that you couldn't, but don't be surprised if you're not a very sociable person <laughs> and inclined to go talk to people and, and call and pick up the phone uh, that you might get really, really uncomfortable and, and maybe not be too effective uh, in, in that scenario, but opposed to maybe doing underwriting on multifamily deals, maybe you're incredible at that. Uh, or you know, there's, there's just a million different ways to, to get into that real estate space. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Team, teamwork makes the dream work, right? That, that's what I say. So surrounding yourself with the right people, again, instead of pushing of whatever you think you're good at, you know, if you just have the right people would point at you, like, because I have those people in my house saying, no, 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 don't do this. You're good at that thing. And I just stopped it. I was like, okay, so because people from the side can see better, like well, what, you're, what you're good at. So what will be your type of advice for the people, again, who are looking at, at this uh, interview and again guys if you enjoy click the like button as well you know so if they're athletes you know they're looking to get you know transition into the business maybe real estate let's say real estate in particular what one piece of advice would you give them kind of a starting point to get to get into the business start talking to people look at your schedule right now i can i can tell you what's going on in your life by looking at your phone calendar yeah. Okay. Now, um, let's see. Let's see. Where is my phone? Somewhere right next to me. It's never very far away in this business. Right? I'm, a, I'm, so a, I'm, a, I'm an old school. I'm an old school guy. <laughs> okay. I love it. I love it. And I, and, and I'm, I'm actually right there with you. So I, I got both. Right. But, um, so this is a super computer. Okay. This is more powerful than what took us to the moon. Now with that in mind, you have access to everybody and anybody Instagram, I've reached out to people that are doing things at 100x of what I'm doing, direct message them, and they get back to you. Yeah. Okay, going back to 2000, early 2000s when I started to learn rugby, I was given a VHS tape, I'm sure some of the listeners don't even know what a VHS tape is, of old, old test matches of South Africa playing Australia, etc. Okay, I didn't have uh, YouTube. YouTube wasn't in existence yet. So all of these different things that I, people can access now to learn the game of rugby. Now this is translating into the game of business and the game of life too. You have access to everybody and everything because of your phone now. It's an incredible resource and yeah. people do not realize it. They, they just choose not to do a little bit more every day at 1%, that mm. one call, that one lunch, you know, hey, Martinez, this is John. You know, I'm really loving what you're doing right now. Would you have an opportunity to meet me for coffee? You know, especially when you're an athlete. And I want to talk about people that aren't athletes that are just transitioning anyway, is who do you know in your Rolodex already uh, mm. through, through the club, through uh, club sponsors and investors? What are all of these people doing and how are they successful at it? And sit down and start asking questions. Take... I don't care where you are financially, you can afford to take somebody to coffee, take them to lunch. It will be the best investment that you can do for your day is to take somebody out that knows more than you and meet with them. Because if you walk away with one gold nugget from that conversation, yeah. I mean, perfect, perfect. Exactly. 
it, it starts changing. The the tra trajectory over time is just you 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 go in a different place. So I, I love I love what you just said about the phone. You know, I wouldn't agree with everything that you just said, but I don't have to because again, everybody <laughs> have their own opinions. That's but, right. You, you know, it is is I think it, like the phone, this piece of a machine that you just said. You know, it's it's super powerful. Took us, you know, like it, it has more power that you know that the rocket ships that took us to the moon. Uh, you know, and it's and it's phenomenal. You know, you can do so many. You can reach almost everybody in all the space, you know, Rihanna's, you know, you can tweet to Donald Trump if you want to. I mean, everything is available. But due to that, to information being like, there's so much of stuff. Like if you go on Google right now, you probably, if you Google how to start a real estate business, you'll probably be more confused than like, like just knowing what to do. You'll be like, right. I'm lost. Because right. everybody's saying different stuff. And there's so many people now, again, in the business. And it's just, you know, so like there's two sides of this thing, but definitely what you're saying is true. If you just go out there and just reach out for more people. That's right. Starting somewhere. And yeah. I completely agree with you that you can get very confused very quickly. Now, the people that get the most confused are the ones that don't know exactly what's important to them yet. So there's this thing called begin with the end in mind. So you have to identify what your end goal is. And what mine is versus what yours is are very different. And I see a lot of people, they watch one YouTube clip on getting rich in real estate. They go get their license in re residential real estate sales, and then they're done in two months. Yeah, well, it yeah. turned out that that wasn't what they should have been focusing on. They needed to be entering it a different way. They just didn't know that. So you need to match up your superpower with the right vehicle, okay? Because if you, if you don't do that and you get into the wrong vehicle, you're going to end up at the wrong destination. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, agree that we're reaching different goals. I think we're reaching the same goals because at the end of the day, I'm looking to help more people. And I think you, you, you're looking to do the same. Because And again, that's where you're jumping on this call with me, which I'm super grateful for. And you're sharing all the knowledge, the information. And like, I have this channel and I provide stuff for free. I have the business and I'm like helping the companies, you know, and mm -hmm. that, that's, the, that's the way it works. Like, you know, because I mean, looking from a selfish standpoint and everything, it's, you know, it's not good. Like we all here put, it, put in this place for some reason, like and what you're saying, like find your reason why you're here. Maybe it's business, maybe it's sports, maybe it's, maybe it's those two things. It could be. And John right. is, a, is a proven, proven uh, fact of that. So what do you think, you know, more about personal development? Because I see now, again, being, you, you being active in the real estate space, I, I'm not active just beside the, we work closely with the companies in real estate space. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of mentorships right now. You know, people saying, oh, go and get the six figure, five figure, like there's a lot going on. So would you recommend for people who are looking to jump in the real estate, go and get the mentor from a get-go? Yes, absolutely. Now, why? and this is a sporting background. Everything that I've ever accomplished in, in sports is because I had a coach. Okay. And, you know, whether you just, you know, played in, in high school or, or, you know, um, you know, college, you know, if you're in Europe or, you know, whatever you did, you had a coach and you had a coach because they're able to see things that you can't see and they're able to get the best out of you as well. Push you a little bit. All of these different things that are great, they're really great. And then you get done with sports and then you're supposed to be a, a professional in your relationships, you know, with your spouse, with your kids. You're supposed to be, you know, the best in business as well and um, just in life in general. But you don't have a coach to help you get there. Um, you know, how are you supposed to improve? How are you supposed to be challenged? How are you supposed to know what to do sometimes. So getting a coach, getting a mentor, uh, paying for them. Believe me, I remember sitting in my living room and I had a negative net worth, didn't have a dollar. And I actually got a Tony Robbins coach uh, because I was emotionally bankrupt. And that was more painful than being financially bankrupt. And I had to do something. So I got that coach and that coach got me to a different place. And then I continued to get coaches, different kinds of coaches for different do wanna, things. Do you want to drop a name in case he's watching? 
uh, <laughs> that would be Erica, Erica Becker. Uh, she's been with Tony awesome. Robbins for over a, a, a decade and, and amazing, allowed me to, allowed me to really kind of, you know, find out more about myself uh, so that I could do better in business too, uh, yeah. which is my quote that I told you, Martinez, you know, work harder on yourself than you do your business. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so, and Andrew Anderson, a lot of different people that have been um, willing to walk hand in hand with me uh, along this journey in life so that I could do better business, become a better leader, uh, better, a better partner with my wife uh, and a better real estate professional too. And the more and more I focus on myself, the better my business gets. Uh, but that's a tough one because sometimes people say, wait a second, you know, you, you know, it's a, it's a $300 course. It's, it's 500 bucks a, a month for this coaching. It's, it's $12,000 a year, you know, and, and it grows and grows and grows. Uh, and that's tough for some people because they're scared and they're living in scarcity and, and they, mm -hmm. they, they, they're trying to hold on to every dollar that they have. However, you have to be a different person to get different results. Yeah. So if you want better results, you're gonna have to be a better person and it goes hand in hand and that's a tough, tough place to be in. And believe me, I've done it. However, you've, you've got to buckle down and find people that are willing to coach you and mentor you. And those are different things. Uh, but yeah, that's important. It is, it is vital to getting better. Yeah, 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 definitely agree. Personal development. I mean, it's everything, you know, like time and time again, we're talking with the people just like yourself, like John, and you guys see, you know, everybody's like, you know, like John is very successful in real estate space, having 40 plus people working in the office currently. And, you know, he's doing all these big deals and, you know, that's what it takes. I mean, it takes for you to educate yourself, install the right mindset the right you know thinking you know surround yourself with the right people and, and it's just awesome you know i really love that so maybe you know for the people again installing the right mindset would you recommend three business personal development books that you can go and grab and read oh man there's just so much good stuff out there <laughs> i know i know it's, yeah um i think for for foundational mindset, uh, everybody talks about it, but it really impacts you in different ways and opens up your mind, especially in the US. Like we are not taught financial intelligence Nobody in, is. in school. We really aren't. And, and so reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad is, is incredibly helpful. Um, yeah. you know, I talked about getting, getting in tune with what your, your strengths are. Uh, strength Finder is an excellent book. Uh, to kind of start down that rabbit hole. And, and another thing is, is talking, um, going to tylopez.com. Uh, he's a figure out there that's done a lot of stuff uh, and a really, really dynamic background, incredibly successful in business. Yeah. Uh, Ty Lopez has a book list on his website. If you pick through anything there, uh, you're going to be in good shape. Uh, so there's just so much out there uh, to check out. So hopefully that's valuable to some people. De definitely thanks thanks for that for sharing i think he has even the company with this guy named alex it's called uh you know mentor box uh, i remember that's yeah, right he has, yeah he that's, has right. The company. that's right yeah yeah, yeah. Well, one thing martinez that i that i did read just recently it's it's called the slight edge and mm. that was given to me uh by my my friend and another uh, great coach and mentor rod cleef uh and edge is really interesting because too often people try to go out there and conquer the world in a day. You know, they set New Year's resolutions, et cetera, but they don't last, okay? Yeah, yeah. Because they, they fail to realize it's that slight edge every day. It's that 1% that you're doing a little bit better and a little bit different that's going to give you massive results over the long game. And the long game is something that I talk about a lot. Uh, and, and also the private wins. This is something that's beautiful that I'll share with everybody. You have to have a lot of private wins in order to get the public win. Mm. Okay. When I, when I say that, I mean, uh, you know, getting up earlier, uh, you know, making yeah. that phone call, doing those things that are on your schedule that you said that you were going to do. But when nobody else is looking, it's easy to, to negotiate with yourself. And it's easy to say, you know, you know, I'm okay. I'm going to, I'm going to negotiate with myself and I'm going to go, uh, go out for coffee instead of, you know, get up early and, and, and read yeah. or, or, or whatever it is I committed to doing. The people that have all those public wins where you say, gosh, that must be nice. 
I will tell you more often than not, it's because they had sometimes decades of private behind the scenes work. Yeah. Behind the scenes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What you're saying is so true because I'm just looking at the notes because I had this phenomenal, again, uh, what you mentioned, Tony Robbins, maybe you're familiar with Trevor McGregor. Uh, he's a, you know, coach as well. And I had him on the show pre prior and the guy is just unbelievable. Same as you. And that's why I love hearing your story. And, you know, he said exactly the same. If you just do, I just looked at the notes. He said, if you just do, um, it's called stacking. Basically you get up in the morning, you make your bed, uh, you hit, you know, to the gym for a workout. If that's on the list, you do a third thing, which let's say a call, you know, or come back, have a healthy breakfast or whatever that may be. So if you stack those small things up, you know, it, it's going to become a big thing one day, you know, after, pay a after dividend. Huh? It, it'll, pay, it'll pay dividends. Uh, exactly. And I always say to myself, I get that one thing done. Well, that's in the bank now. Yeah. And you know, when it's in the bank, it's going to pay me back. So it, it's going to be in the bank for real one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So talking about the bank and the real estate, some of you guys, that's why you came here for the show. Everybody's just like Martin talking mindset all the time. Again, guys, it's, it's very important, but transitioning to real estate, maybe you can, you know, talk about what you have currently in a pipeline, what deals you're working on, like why particular, what, what states you're investing in, like why these states, why these deals and why multifamily like in, in particular. Sure, sure. So I'll, I'll touch on my residential business here quickly. So my team here, we're currently number four in Keller Williams International for production. Uh, you know, in 2019, we sold just over $220 million in real estate. And this is out of tiny Boise, Idaho. Uh, you know, so we're up against some huge metros in, able, in, in doing that. And that's all because of systems, structure, and people. So uh, the culture, and the replicable systems that we have are absolutely vital to that. And as you're building your business, it's great to be great at sales, but then you also have to know, where am I going to put those hard-earned dollars so that they start making more dollars? Mm -hmm. And that is the thing that woke me up in the middle of the night. And I said, well, I'm gonna have to start learning and do something different because I want different results in my life and that's gonna come in the form of apartment investing, right? So once I've done that, then uh, again, who do I know? Who can I learn from? How can I add value to their life as well? And growing that business. And that's certainly been the case. Uh, and it's been a really fun journey in, in the apartment investing world. Uh, I'm most excited about Sunbelt states in the United States because uh, demographics are incredibly powerful with real estate whether that be residential real estate here in Boise, one of the top growth cities in the United States. You know, it's, it hits a metric on livability it, or uh, jobs growth, population growth. Every week you see it in a magazine or a newspaper. Okay, well, that's the same thing that's affecting other states uh, like uh, Michigan or Illinois. Uh, let's take Detroit as an example. Detroit hasn't had an increase in population for a very long time. A lot of people know that's been said before. Uh, however, you know, that's not somewhere where I want to invest in. I want to see something that's really healthy. Uh, and so Florida, Florida has 600 plus people moving to that state every day. Wow. Okay. Yeah. The baby so boomer set. Doing your research to know what states are going to be advantageous and strategic to start honing in on. And then after that, what metros and why those metropolitan areas, you know, do they have a great population base? How's the uh, jobs diversification? Are they overly reliant on say a military base? Well, what happens if that military base gets shut down? Yeah. Uh, a lot of questions that you need to ask because when you're investing, you're investing for yourself. Um, and in the apartment and syndication space, you're also investing with your fellow uh, passive investors, your limited partners. And it's incredibly important to have the right team, to have the right asset in the right state uh, so that you can guarantee, better guarantee, your success and their success too. I mentioned the long game in the past. Well, the long game for me includes having real estate investment conversations 20, 30, 40 years from now 
and being able to uh, have clients that have been with me this whole time. And I've been able to help them make a lot more money so that they can get to their why, their experiences, you know, and, and the outcomes that are really exciting for them in their life too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like real estate is is one of those things which is like it's, it's no greater like you guys see like on social media it's floating around from time to time like landlords grow rich while they sleep something like that you know the quote says so and it's so true you know because i mean there is no other kind of you know time proven investments i would say you know i mean you you see all these like you see what's going on currently with stock market i mean it's just too volatile it's it's like going to casino like you just betting on stuff and you, you, you just wishing and hoping that things will like you will become rich, which is, you know, wishing is not a strategy as someone said. So, you know, it, it's just, it's just great, great way to build wealth. And, you know, you mentioned a couple, a couple of states like Florida and uh, Idaho, which, which you're from, like what particular markets are you focusing on and how big of a assets are you looking for? Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, again, Florida, Georgia, uh, Texas, uh, Arizona, you know, Maricopa County, uh, which is where Phoenix rests, uh, you know, fastest growing county in the in the nation last year. Um, so, you know, very interesting there. Uh, Boise, another great market. It's a small market, so it's very challenging to find assets that actually make sense. And it's uh, it's a frothy market, uh, and people most people realize this. So you have to be very very diligent as a general partner investor, active investor, and a passive investor as to well, what's the stress testing with this particular asset that you know is being presented to me, and you know what's the worst case scenario that could happen, and can we still hang on to it? Because number one goal, you know, in investing, Warren Buffett, don't lose money. Uh, you know, that, that's an important one to, to remember. And so when you have a frothy market, people are very excited. Some people are making very hasty decisions just to do a deal, to get a deal done. Yeah. And you don't want to be there. You don't, you don't want to be there. You, you, it has to have the right story and it has to make sense for the long, the long term so that you have the best opportunity to have a successful investment. Exactly. Uh, so currently looking at an asset in Georgia uh, that we're that we're really excited about, you know, going back to the why, the story of, of a marketplace, you know, if you look at somewhere like Atlanta, it's going to triple in population by 2050. Uh, are they going to need more apartment units? Probably, that's a, a pretty good bet there. Uh, yeah. You know, nice, nice diversification of, of jobs, uh, you know, and, and livability as well. So people look for that and that matters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you're definitely like you, you, you're betting on a sure things kind of, you know, like I, I don't see like a, any bets going towards, uh, towards like real estate, like you're, you're, you know, you're diversified across, you know, good states. And again, what you mentioned is so true. There's a lot of people who are like willing to overpray for the properties. And that's again, you know, like over, over, they over promise and under deliver, you know, so it, it's, you know, so, but again, you just have to do kind of, you know, that's for the people because I'm, I'm a big proponent of, you know, passive investing is a great thing. Like I'm not passively invested currently, but like, but we have our eyes open because, you know, it's, it's a great thing. Like if you have a business, if you're running a business, you have your hands full, why should go and pursue another thing and learn again, which it took you like some time, you know, to learn all these things, to learn because it's completely different business. So it is, like, and I will. I'll add something to that, Martina. So uh, when you're when you start that investment journey as a limited partner to be a passive investor, mm -hmm. um, my wife and I did that, and we set our metrics for what are we looking for, getting clear on where we want to be. Kind of you know a theme that we talked about with you know exiting rugby too, you know getting clarity about well what do we want to achieve, beginning with the end in mind, as a passive investor, and then going out and finding that, which we did. And then, you know, we, you know, we invested that cash. And then I remember when that mailbox money, as they call it, came back to us that first time. And I said, you know what we had to do to do this to my wife? And she said, what? I said, we just had to keep breathing. So ma making money when we were sleeping just, and I, I spent zero time and effort after we made the investment and it continually comes back to us on a regular basis. What a wonderful feeling that is. It really is. Uh, and, you know, with the, the most recent happenings in the stock market, 
you know, being exposed to real estate uh, mm-hmm. is an excellent thing because I've had people call me clients, um, you know, fellow investors that they're in a bad mood because the stock market apparently went down, you know, uh, X percent in that day. And I said, oh, that's interesting. You know, my, my tenants kept on paying, which is really exciting. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's, you, you know, people choose to do whatever because, again, like it's all coming back, you know, it's the personal development, which is it, it's like there is none. You know, what you mentioned, like nobody teaches finances, money in school and universities, colleges, you know, they, they teach about like accountancy and all of that. Like you, you came back, if you were an accountant, like you definitely don't know how to run a business or, you know, do, you know, so they don't teach a lot of stuff. And that's why people are making those type of investments because somebody pitched them like, you know, buy, go buy a house. It's a pitch by, by the banks because they, they make money by giving the mortgages out, you know, go buy a stock. It's a pitch by Wall Street, you know? So like you, once you start seeing like who's playing the game and just seeing like, where can I position myself to make sure that I become like wealthy because like multifamily has a tremendous tax advantages, again, cash flow, And, you know, it, it's just a great, beautiful thing. But again, from, from, you know, passive investor standpoint, I would have a question because again, what you mentioned, like stock market is too volatile. What's going on right now? I mean, it's insane, but you know, people are talking about upcoming downturn. So maybe you can talk about that, how somebody could be, uh, you know, protected and, you know, maybe your exit strategy on the deals, like what you're planning to do in this, uh, in this downturn uh, time with your real estate portfolios. Sure. We're only entertaining opportunities that one cash flow from, from close day. So when we close on that property, they're cash flowing. Okay. Mm -hmm. We've also done a lot of underwriting to find out where exactly we are with the stress testing. So what can take place with this asset before we can no longer service the debt? So we, we, we explore those metrics as well. Then we also look at financing uh, with longer term debt. There's a lot of bridge loan scenarios right now that are shorter term and uh, that makes me uncomfortable. I like to look at debt that's 10 to 12 years, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because I can feel much more confident about holding on to that for longer term because real estate has always demonstrated that for a longer term, yeah. uh, you know, versus in what's going to happen in two years. I, I really can't tell that. And I don't, I don't want a note that's due in three years uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> on shorter term. So we, we like cash flowing deals that, that handle a stress test very well in markets that make sense uh, that I can never say recession proof, but I can certainly say more recession resistant. And, and that yeah. makes a lot of stuff to me. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is awesome, definitely. You know, so again, you, you know, before we we gonna wander off doing the stuff that we do every day and just uh, stacking more stuff onto this, you know, wealth and abundance that you're creating, you know, for a life and uh, for, for the people around you, maybe you can share some of the social media platforms, as I mentioned, for, you know, athletes or people who are looking to get, you know, involved into real estate from active passion standpoint, if they have, you know, some questions or they're looking to invest, what would be those social media platforms for them to connect with you? Oh, man, that is such a great question. And there's so much to pick from. What I would probably say is I'll share some things with you offline, Martinez, so that they can have a direct click on the, the, the show notes and uh and go from there but there's there's a plethora of things uh but i want to make sure that i'm giving them the 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 top the top best things that i recommend sure 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 that's that's no problem that's perfectly fine so again guys you're watching already this pre-recorded uh it's not live so you can click the link right now down below and go to this special place you're going to find you know great uh you know real estate offerings you know all the information that's available on a current deals and you know like what John is doing currently in his real estate space and, you know, and maybe, you know, just one more question because I thought that, you know, it, it, it will be kind of good. You know, I, I know it's almost ending, but uh, goals, right? Yeah. I yeah. think it's super important and we have kind of a fresh year. So maybe, you know, if you just share the people again, where are you going this year? Because again, you accomplished tremendous things, which is like, you know, big fan and like i see what you're doing you know all over the place which is crazy like i love it but what you're planning to accomplish this year maybe you can share a few goals with people as well sure so in my in my active uh you know real estate uh sales uh role here 
uh, we're really inwardly focusing on our team right now with the systems and structure and people that I talked about. And we're doing that so that we can get to a, a, a end goal here in the medium term, which is to do a thousand deals per year. Uh, right now wow. we, we, we close a deal a day pretty much. Uh, uh, and we, we'd like to triple that uh, in the medium term. And so really focusing on systems, structure, people, culture, those are the four things that we're very much focused on right now. Uh, and, you know, people are expanding in real estate very quickly right now. However, mm -hmm. I question if they have those things in place truly and time always tells. So even though we are very, very dominant, uh, we are also training like we're number two because we have a lot more to do uh, in, in, in our minds. So that's something that takes a lot of my time and uh, also uh, my focus on the apartment investing space as well. I have really set out to do great deals with great people. And that sounds a lot different than what you'll hear in the apartment syndication space with people that are talking about how many doors they're doing. Mm. I don't really talk about that. Uh, and it's great if you do, but that's just not my, uh, my thing. It's not my focus right now because my metrics for success are really great deals and really great people. Uh, whether that be, you know, my, my partners in the general partnership and my uh, passive investors as well. Uh, yeah. and I, I love winning, you know, going back to the team, it's gotta be the right team. Yeah. And so that's what I'm focused on. You know, if that means that it's uh, 500 doors or, you know, 5,000 doors, that's fantastic. But it's got to meet those two basic criteria that are very, very important uh, for longer term success. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Couldn't agree more, you know, because, again, as you guys see, this man is playing a game uh, for a long run. He's, he's here for a marathon. He's not sprinting like other people do. And, you know, like in your space, there's a lot of that going on just for the just for the fee or whatever, you know, they're, they're in the game for. But, you know, I really appreciate the time today. Uh, it's just the story. I love it. You know, again, I became an even bigger fan because, you know, I just love that you shared that with me, you know, and I'm going to spend these, I don't know how long, 30, 40 minutes, you know, here sharing the story and the things that you're doing right now and looking to accomplish, which is very big, like big, tremendous goals you have for this year, which I'm sure you know, you, you're going to reach because you, you're a special, special guy has the superpower and you have a lot of superpower for people around you. So, you know, it's going to happen for you for sure. So again, guys, if you enjoyed the show, you already know what to do. These guys are very smart. Click like subscribe, you know, and share with other people as well. Share the journey that, you know, in real estate space, what it takes to have the right mindset, you know, to achieve what you want in life you know, and just, uh, and just, just to do better in general. So again, John, I really appreciate you being here today. And uh, guys, as always, I'm going to see you on the next episode. Thanks. Thanks, Martinez.